0: This week, I've been cleaning up my database, doing some audits on how we're following up with our new leads, with our old leads, just making sure that we are fully optimized in all of our follow-up capacity and optimizing where we need to. And one thing I've noticed is that my team really hates rejection. They're afraid of it. Are you afraid of rejection? Let's talk about that. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24 7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. Rejection is a bitch. I get it. I don't like to feel rejected either, but I think it's a mindset thing. As I'm cleaning up the leads, I'm, you know, noticing people aren't quite in the right stage. There's a few that have just fallen through the cracks and I'm just looking at them. And one of them was a referral and he unsubscribed to our newsletter. Okay. We'll keep working him because just because he doesn't want my newsletter doesn't mean he doesn't want to buy a house. And if he doesn't want to buy a house, great. We need him to tell us that. So When people tell you that they don't want to hear from you, I'm actually thankful for that. Thank you for telling me to not waste my time on you. Thank you for unsubscribing from my email list. So you save me time. So you make space for me to follow up with someone who wants to be there. Now, unsubscribing doesn't mean that they hate your guts and they're never going to work with you my best friend unsubscribed immediately from my newsletter. And I'm like, God, why do you have to be such a bitch and unsubscribe? (laughs) And she just doesn't like to get emails and that's okay. So instead of emailing her, I call her, I text her. And of course I don't hound her because she's my friend and you know she's gonna do her real estate thing on her own timeline. And actually it took them probably three or four years to actually get in the mindset of selling, which worked in their favor because they ended up getting a higher price for their house because the market was pretty hot at that time. My point is I wasn't upset when she unsubscribed. Now, that doesn't mean that I wear a suit of steel armor of protection and my feelings don't get hurt when random people reject me over the internet. Nope, not at all. I used to use MailChimp to send out my newsletter and years ago when I first started sending it, they would send an email for every single person that unsubscribed. Like, oh my God, look at, oh, so-and-so unsubscribed. This person unsubscribed. I've never even heard of this person and they already hate me no, that's no. So I had to protect myself and I had to stop getting that email digest. And I don't remember if I had to turn it off in the settings in MailChimp, or if I created a rule to send all of those emails to a folder that I would never look at. So if you find yourself spiraling in rejection for something that doesn't really matter, like unsubscribing to your newsletter, then protect yourself by removing that. So you don't see that they unsubscribed and then get in the habit of practicing gratitude. Thank you for making room for someone else on my list. I have to pay for those MailChimp contacts. My MailChimp bill is like $75 a month, which is why I don't like MailChimp anymore. (laughs) You know, so if one person doesn't want my email, great, thank you. You're saving me money. I appreciate that. So if somebody signs up on my website, like we're doing Google ads right now. So if somebody signs up, uh, you know, they register on the website so they can look at more houses for sale. And of course we're going to call them. Well, I want my team to call them now, whether we actually call them or not remains to be seen <laughs> hashtag team troubles, but anyway, so you're going to call somebody and they tell you I'm not interested. Well, that's not a difficult phone call that's a thank you very much phone call. Thank you for telling me that you're not into me calling you. I appreciate that. You're making room for the people who need my help and I can get to them faster and with more focus because I'm not distracted and wasting my time calling you who does not want me to call them. And it doesn't have to be a big, you hurt my feelings thing. I mean, you're probably hurting their feelings by being a telemarketer and calling them. So we have, my team has been complaining about getting hangups. Oh, we're calling these leads, but they're so mean. They hang up. Oh, they hang up. You should hear me when a telemarketer calls. I am really mean, which does make me reconsider my meanness, but also I don't have time for a telemarketer. So put yourself in their shoes. Maybe they don't have time to talk to you. Maybe they thought you were somebody else and they only answered because they thought it was you know, somebody from work calling. And that was important enough to interrupt what they were doing. Maybe they're in the middle of something. Maybe they just don't want to talk to a salesperson. That's okay. Note that they hung up. And if they're a rude ass, note that they're a rude ass and then try again until they tell you, no, stop calling me. Take a hint. Dude, I can't take hints. You have to tell me I'm not interested. So if somebody hangs up, send them a text. Hey, we got disconnected. Seems like it's not a good time for you. I'll follow up with you tomorrow and let them tell you to F off. (laughs) Believe people when they tell you who they are and hanging up on you is not them telling you who they are. That's them telling you they can't talk right now. I know telephone manners are very poor in 2022. We are not good at being nice to telemarketers. We are not good at telling people what we want or what we don't want, but we are good at hanging up the phone. And it doesn't even have like the satisfaction of hanging up the phone in the nineties where you could slam the phone down. (laughs) My point is don't let this rejection get you down. Maybe they're golfing and they can't take your call about real estate because they're on the golf course. And they're so like confused and stunned. And, oh, I didn't realize that's who was calling. Oh my God. I don't even know what to do. So they hang up. You know, People just don't know how to have a conversation today. So hanging up is much easier, but keep following up, especially if it's a lead you paid for keep following up. And maybe the telephone is the wrong way to follow up with that person. Send them an email, invite them to an open house. I sent a batch email last week. We had an open house at a new listing That was $205,000, which is, it's obviously an affordable price, but it's very affordable for our market. It's cute as a button. And I sent this batch email. Let me pull up the reporting. So I use follow-up boss and in follow-up boss, they will let you send up to 10,000 batch emails a day, or actually no, they they let you send 10,000 emails a day. So you can send like your batch emails plus your regular emails. In this case, I sent the email inviting people to an open house to everybody except for my past clients and except for trash. I never email trash. Trash just means that the lead is the record is sitting in our garbage can. So it's not a good lead. We threw it away, but it like sits in the trash bucket. So we don't ever email trash because those people probably already have an agent or they're mega jerks and they told us so. Uh, you know, whatever the case is, we don't want a relationship with them. So they're in the trash bucket, the they're in file 86. So anyway, I sent it to everybody except for past clients. Of course, we didn't send it to trash. And I also excluded people who were like hot prospects that were already working with like very active leads that were already working with because I was afraid that you know, if I send this open house for $200,000 house to somebody who's looking at $400,000 houses, like they might think, what the heck? Why can't you, you know, I'm not interested in this, you know? So I eliminated those people that we were actively working with. And follow-up boss said there were 7,032 recipients with email addresses, which is more than what I had in MailChimp. So one of the reasons I don't like MailChimp is because the sync from follow-up boss to MailChimp only sends the top email address. So, you know, people have more than one email or it's a husband and wife or a partnership, whatever it is, there might be two people, two emails and follow-up boss was only sending it to the top email. So for example, I just hired a new agent and she and her husband are past clients. Her husband is the only one that's been getting my newsletter all this time. She never once saw it. That's annoying. And it can't really be fixed by the sync, And I don't really want to do manual work. So anyway, I'm just going to send my newsletter through follow-up boss now. And if I somehow get more than 10,000 recipients a day, you know, I'll figure that out then. But that's not my problem right now. So we had 7,032 recipients, 4,022 were sent. And I don't know why there's, you know, 2,990 difference in those two numbers but I wonder if some of them had previously unsubscribed. So just because you have 7,000 good emails doesn't mean that those are eligible to receive your email. So um, anyway, 4,022 emails were actually sent 50% open rate. I could not believe it. That is unreal. 322 of those clicked through to one of the links that we put on the email. 322 people clicked on a link to look at a house on our website. So we included a link to the open house. And then I I said, well, if that's not your jam, here's some other houses for sale in the metro area under $250,000. So I had two options for them to click on. And so now we have people who reactivated themselves and they're falling into our recently active bucket in follow-up boss. And that is so much better than any email I've ever sent on MailChimp. Granted, it's just one email. So, well, it's hard to say that it definitely beats MailChimp, but it's also hard not to say that it definitely beats MailChimp. Because even when I look at all of the other batch emails that we've sent, their open rates are significantly higher than what we ever got with MailChimp. So I don't know if Follow Up Boss is just better at getting into the inbox folder versus MailChimp going to spam. I don't know what the secret sauce is, but I am here for it. So we had a 50% open rate and of the people that opened 11% of them clicked on a link, which is huge. It sounds like a small number, but it is huge. 322 clicks. Are you kidding me? Like I want to send an email every day. Now we did have 23 people out of 4,000 unsubscribe, which doesn't even rank. Like it's not even a high enough number to be 1%. It's 0%. It's of course higher than 0%, but less than 1%. So some of the people that unsubscribed, I know their names and they just don't want emails and that's okay. They're going to get phone calls. So the people who don't want phone calls, you know, we'll work them. We'll work them until we can't work them anymore. But what I really like about this system is getting people to reactivate themselves. And so that person who you noted was a rude ass when you called them, you know, my first instinct is to be like, well, you were rude to me two months ago when I called you. So why would it be nice to you now when you want to look at a house? Well, duh, they want to look at a house. So just because they were rude to you that one time when you called, don't hold that against them forever. They might've been having a bad day. You have no idea. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe their dog died. You don't know what was going on in their life. And we are salespeople. We are realtors. Therefore we can give people grace because we know how it is. I don't know. I'm making things up now as, as, as though like realtors are, you know, God's gift to mankind, but we are salespeople. And so it stands to reason that, you know, we would give people an opportunity to purchase a house or sell a house if that's what they want to do. So if they were a rude ass, And two months later, they reactivate themselves because you sent an email and they clicked on a link and now they're looking at houses on your website. That's awesome. That's great. You followed up with that lead. You ignored the rejection. You sent them a different type of communication and now they're interested in it because just because somebody lands in your database in June, doesn't mean that they're ready to transact in June. I think the statistic is that leads who are searching on Google start 18 months in advance of when they're actually ready to transact. I could be wrong on that. That is um, That statistic is from the archives of my brain, which is not super reliable, but I'm pretty sure that's in the ballpark of normal online activity for the home buying process. So don't let the rejection get to you. You're a salesperson. You're going to get rejected a lot but be grateful when people free up your time. Thank you for freeing up a space on my email list for somebody else. Thank you for telling me you're not interested so that I can spend my time better by following up with a person who is interested. They helped you and they helped your next buyer by giving you the time to focus on that next buyer. And that's a gift. So don't be afraid of the rejection seek the rejection out, make it a game. How many times can I get hung up on today? Actually, if you're getting hung up on a lot of times, maybe it's you, maybe you should smile and dial, but put that smile in your voice so that it sounds a little happier. And maybe people won't hang up on you. You know, you shouldn't be getting hung up on every single time. So maybe your dialer is moving too fast, or maybe you sound like a salesperson, How can you tweak your script? So there's always growth opportunities, but also don't let the rejection get you down. Don't let the rejection stop you from what you need to do, which is reaching out to people to see who you can help, who needs your help. That's the job. And sometimes you have to get a lot of no's to find that. Yes. I was a real telemarketer in the 90s. Our goal every day was to make 200 dials and it was a dialer. Like I didn't actually have to punch in phone numbers and dial them. The dialer did it, but we had to get like 200 no's before we got one. Yes. And that was the quota one sale a day. So how many no's is it going to take you to get to a yes? It's math. It's not rejection. It's not personal. Don't let it hurt your feelings. It's just math. Keep moving forward. Make those calls. Send those emails and sell those properties. Well, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Hopefully that message was helpful to you in some way. And, you know, I'll be here next week with another message. We'll talk soon.